Hi, this is Sharbria Shine, and welcome back to Max Out Girl. I'm so excited because today we have a special guest, Stacy Michelle. Hi, Stacy. Hey, happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. So she is a wardrobe stylist and a media personality, and I am so excited to have her on because she's going to be telling you how she's maxing out in her life, how she's going after her dreams, how she's pursuing it, and how she is doing it big. So let's talk about this tagline that you have, Stacy. You say you haven't worked for the past eight years, but you haven't had a day off either. So explain that concept. What do you mean by that? Yes, yes. Now, when you're following your passion, doing what you love, it doesn't feel like work, right? So yes, thankfully for that amount of time, I've been able to do things that I love, which include the wardrobe styling, the media personality correspondent work. And so you feel like you're not working. But when you're an entrepreneur, you are literally working every hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I know. Yeah, right. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, you're doing every job from admin to delivery rooms you know everything yeah and so um and so yeah I mean it's 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 like you're you're not working but you haven't taken a day off absolutely makes sense makes sense good stuff so basically it is possible for you ladies that are listening say it is possible to do something that you're passionate about and make a living off of it. And so that's why I love to have her on because she's passionate about fashion, wardrobe styling, I'm the media personality. She's doing so many things and she loves it. And like she said, she's working hard, but she's not feeling like she's working because she absolutely adores what she's doing. So let's talk about um, your Seattle native and now you're in Charlotte. How did you end mm-hmm. up in Charlotte? Yeah, so it was actually a three-day drive with my mom across country. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it was intense. It was intense. Um, But no, um, I actually ended up going to Winston-Salem State University. And uh, I found that school. My great aunt went there when it was called Teachers College. And so when I was touring schools in North Carolina, I didn't even know about Winston-Salem. And so she she wanted me to stop just for her. So I was like, okay, let's do it for Aunt Jeannie, you know, whatever, (laughs) on on the way. And um, I ended up falling in love with it. You know, it was... um, it's a smaller school, more intimate. I mean, the people were great. And so I was like, hey, this is it. And so um, I've been here ever since and have had little stints in New York and LA to, you know, just feel it out, but ended up loving Charlotte after graduating from Winston and I've let my career blossom here. So I love that. So you're in Charlotte and I believe that most people who are in fashion or want to really get in the media feel like, you know what, I got to go to New York or I got to go to LA. I love that you're in Charlotte, but you're really doing it big for yourself. Like you're maxing out. Like guys, this is no novice. Like she does celebrity interviews. She's fashion correspondent. I mean, she pins for beauty blogs and fashion magazines. Um, She's done wardrobe styling for the runway. I mean, even forecasted trends as a retail apparel buyer. So let me tell you some of the people she's rubbed shoulders with. She's, I mean, worked with icons such as DVF, okay, Tracy Reese, Michael Costello, Trina Turk, and June Ambrose. So also, we do not want to forget Miss Oprah. Guys, she has interviewed Oprah, okay? Yes. <laughs> In the words of Oprah, yes! <laughs> so let's talk about it. I mean, before we get a little bit deep into how you did it, like how you got where you are, I want to know, how was it interviewing, first of all, meeting and then interviewing Oprah? It was great. You know, I think she's 
so good at what she does is because she's a just genuine person. She makes you feel like an automatic friend, daughter, sister, cousin, as soon as she walks in the room. So when she got in there, it was as if I was meeting somebody I already knew. And so she made me feel extremely comfortable. Um, she's very honest in her answers and opinions. Like nothing was pre, you know, nothing was orchestrated to sound a certain way. Like she's like, yeah. I'm Oprah, these are my thoughts. This is what I'm going to say. Either you take it or leave it. You know what I mean? And it was so yeah. inspiring. And she's just been through so much, seen so many things, and has so much to offer. So um, a couple of questions I was able to ask her for um, the My Angela Woman Who Lead Luncheon was just an awesome experience and just one I'll remember forever. Wow. Amazing. I mean, some people work in their career forever and don't get to meet people like Oprah. Hey. (laughs) So that is awesome. (laughs) Love it. Love it. And so you also are routinely taped by national television networks such as E! News, Fox News, BET, CBS, NBC, amongst others. I mean, just to talk about your fashion on fashion trends, beauty tips, seasonal must-haves. And you're on a lot of red carpets as well. How did you get there? Because you come from Seattle, then you come to Charlotte. You, you don't live in New York. You don't live in L.A. But you're able to find yourselves on these red carpets. Uh, you're able to interview some of these celebrities. I saw some of your videos where you interview Chrissy Teigen. Like, you're in the know. You're, you're, like, in the scene. So how did you start? Like, how did you start? And how, are, how did you get there? Yeah, I mean, it's really just starting, right? You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's always the thing that everybody says, but that's the action that it takes to really activate your passion and your power and everything that you've got. And so um, there wasn't at the time anything fashion related, no outlet that was trying to hire me out of college, you know, nothing. Yeah, yeah. um, So I just decided to, well, let me find somebody that has a camera. Let me get my own camera, which I went on QVC and with like six easy pays, got a camera, (laughs) a microphone, the whole night, a stand. And um, I just said, I'm going to do it. I'm no no videographer, but I I know how to set it up on a tripod via the manual and I'll make it work. And so I was able to cover local events, doing stuff for free, doing a ton of stuff for free just to make my name known as oh Stacy that covered this red carpet and nobody knows if you got paid for something or not unless you tell right. them right and right so right automatically just making yourself an authority in that arena because you're there you have a microphone in your hand like this is what it is and so uh the first the first opportunity on television came from um doing wardrobe styling so I mainly started in that arena and fashion and styling and stuff like that and uh, the tv network uh fox was like hey will you come on and talk about super bowl trends i was like well i mean i guess if i could put together an outfit i could talk about it (laughs) and so i ended up going on tv talking about that and they wanted me to come back again and again and that just kind of trickled into other uh, networks wanting me to come on tv and so the national platform with e-news ended up coming from actually an instagram post uh friend of mine saw them posting looking for the next e-style contributor I was like they're like you need to submit to this like ASAP (laughs) I go on there and see the deadlines in like two days or something crazy (laughs) and so uh I got together those friends that I was like hey you've got a camera I know some boutiques let's just make this happen and yeah um fast forward through that I ended up making it all the way to winning that competition and uh, being able to cover fashion week and Miami swim and so um, you know, really taking that activation and like that, that fearlessness that you got to have, like embracing yeah. fear as like your buddy <laughs> and saying, <laughs> Hey, 
we're going to do this regardless. And, um, and that's kind of proven to open up a lot of doors for me, just kind of boldly going forward and um, seeing what happens, whether you win or not, you've learned something in the process. So Wow, that's awesome. So what did you have to do during the contest? Yeah, so we had, jeez, uh, there were several different steps that, you know, narrowed down the uh, thousands of folks down to 10. And yeah. then um, we were at the e-studios in LA where I went head to head against uh, another contestant on styling a look for Coachella. I think that was my, my challenge mm-hmm. and ended up winning that, which was crazy. And they told you right then, you know, you're like, Oh, oh wow. Going to the airport, you know, or whatever. And so I, I found that out. And then the next challenge after that was actually interviewing. It was four of us in Miami interviewing uh I did a party pool party fashion show thing in Miami and so <laughs> I interviewed a few different people and then the hosts like Kat Sadler at the time um uh Brad I believe it was Brad Goreski mm-hmm. and uh, a few other people anyways were judging the videos and I ended up getting selected as the one that would head off to Fashion Week and represent E and Tresemme. And so wow. that's kind of what led to interviewing Chrissy Teigen. And it's all this trickle effect that, you know, open doors. And, of course, once you have that uh, validation that, oh, you're on E, yeah. now you can be on fill in the blank. You know, no matter yeah. what capacity you're on this network, you're always, you know, that um, that's on your resume. And so that has for sure added... Um, to just my validity as being a correspondent or, you know, working in fashion or anything like that. So it was, it was pretty cool. I mean, it was one of the best experiences holding the E! News mic flag and, you know, interviewing folks. Yeah. Being in the mix. That's amazing. So it pretty much just, you know, you just have to get started. sounds like what you're saying, because you went from conducting Q&As with local business owners in Charlotte and mm-hmm. haberdashers in Queen City to interviewing A-list celebrities in the Big Apple during Fashion Week. I mean, that's amazing. So what did, so you pretty much had the idea of an entrepreneur from the beginning. You weren't waiting for someone to cast you on their show or to give you the microphone. You said, hey, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I'm going to create this platform for myself. And yeah. then people will see me, you know, as an authority. And then that's when it started happening for you, correct? Yeah, because, you know, now that we have the internet, you know, no longer dial up, not taking yes. 30 minutes <laughs> to get online. You know, yeah. People are accessible on a global scale. And so you don't have to live. What I've learned is that you don't have to live in these major metropolitan You're able to create a visual presence for yourself where these people then can find you and say, hey, we need her to cover this for, you know, fill in the blank. Yeah. Or say that a business or a company is coming to the Southeast and they're like, we need somebody that can host this because we don't want to fly somebody out from L.A. Like, yeah. you know, let's go ahead and have Stacy do it or, or whatever the case. So there's so many opportunities that are available make yourself visible but people don't know there if you don't make yourself visible you know so that has definitely helped uh at least initially posting those videos on youtube of me covering certain events um showing up at events and people saying oh well we want somebody to cover our red carpet you know giving that hollywood experience to a city that 
is in Hollywood. Exactly. You know? I think people get excited about that. I love that. Like you are really spitting knowledge right now because I think <laughs> I think so many people are like, oh, I don't live here. I don't live there. Just as you said, like I don't live in New York. I don't live in L.A., even Chicago. You know, it's like I don't live in these major mm-hmm. cities. Like how do I, you know, make myself known? And, and I love that mentality. I think a lot of entre- successful entrepreneurs have done the same thing. Like I'm very inspired because I'm into acting and dancing those things by Tyler Perry, how he's like, forget Hollywood in a way, you know, I'm going to create this for myself. And I'm hearing Mm -hmm. that um, even in our culture, I'm hearing that a lot that sometimes that is the way to go. And I just love it. Like we don't have any excuse because it's like, like you said, with social media, with the internet, you can pretty much create anything, (laughs) you know, even if Mm -hmm. it's an illusion that you're in a huge town, but you're really in a small town, like you can create that visual. And I love that because like, that kind of takes the ball out of other people's court that that takes our power back where it's not, you know, about, Hey, they didn't book me. They didn't hire me. They didn't give me an opportunity. Well, heck make your own opportunity. Book yourself, like create the life you want to live. Like, because that that's your responsibility, your happiness, your success. And we can't put that off any longer on anyone else because we have all the tools we need at our access. And I yeah. love that you did that. I love that you recognize that. I love that just because you weren't there, you didn't stop. Like literally just going to local businesses. I, I love that ambition because you're like, hey, I may not be a videographer, but I know how to press play. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> because, um, yeah, there's go been ahead. times where like my microphone wasn't even on for interviews. Like there's all kinds of like stories. I mean, it, the list goes on, you know, I mean, yeah. um, I remember somebody was asking me, like, because I was like, bro, I would just show up like I was supposed to be there. and just Oh, you know, really? Wait, so you weren't even supposed to be at some <laughs> events? That's amazing, though. You kind of just forced yourself upon the scene? Yeah, you know, if you look the part, who's going to ask? You know? Girl, so, I love it. <laughs> so I, um, I remember at one uh, celebrity event, uh, I was doing interviews and I was asking people, you know, one word question just to get some answers. And uh, somebody's representative or PR person was, hey, hey, are you doing the spots? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure am. And so That's so funny. She sent over her clients to come say some words of my camera. This is my QVC Yes. <laughs> that was your moment. Oh, my goodness. I, and I couldn't be in the video, right? Because I was the cameraman, but I could ask the questions. Yeah. And, you know, so it was it was hilarious. It was hilarious. <laughs> just the start of it. And you look back on those times, and you're like, man, like, I was really uh, grassroots. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you took happen. your shot, though. And I exactly. think a lot of times we're afraid to be rejected or to feel stupid or be kicked out of somewhere. And it's like, when you're hungry for your dream, you'll go after it. Because, oh, I mean, mm-hmm. what's the worst thing that can happen? Either you're a success or you're a failure. And if you fail at that time, just keep pushing. And right. I love that. Like, you were like, I'm just going to go after this. I'm going to look the part. And I think half the battle is the confidence. And you had that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring my camera. I'm going to dress nice. I'm going to look like I belong here. And they believe that you belong there, you know? And I think that's awesome, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that in regard to um, the time when I was interviewing for E and doing all that stuff with E, mm-hmm. I actually was laid off of my full-time job at that time. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, um, so, you know, I think people think that like, you can just automatically start being an entrepreneur, like this life seems great, but mm-hmm. I was actually pushed into that. You know, I was wow. simultaneously, um, on my 
on the weekends, after work, showing up at events, styling gig, you know, like all this stuff was on top of having a full-time job as a buyer at the time. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm funding my passion through, you know, working this full-time job and making it happen. And if it takes off, cool. And so it was good when it happened because, well, I mean, I was disappointed, of course, yeah, being laid yeah. off, but it was great when it happened because I actually was uh, asked by E or told by E that um, if I were to go to the next round, I'd have to be in LA at this particular day. And uh, I was like, well, how am I going to make that work with my job? And then yeah. I got laid off from my job. Wow. <laughs> so it was like, See, oh, God the, knew, right? <laughs> yep. I said, well, okay, well, I guess I'll just go full force and make this happen. And so thankfully I had some money saved up you know, I had some support of, you know, pushing and going after this. And so that's very important. Like you don't want to turn and be an entrepreneur and you're broke and you can't pay for, you know, your necessities and things like that. Like it's okay to work yeah. and, you know, fund your passion, even if you don't love what you're doing or finding things that you do that make you happy, that maybe not don't match the same amount of money you're being paid, but yeah. I think um, that's awesome advice because I think everybody's like, oh, my God, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to start this, you know, make a business. I'm going to be successful. And it takes time. Uh-huh. And, you, and you're right. You don't want to stress out about I can't, you know, pay my, my rent. I can't, you know, eat today because I, you know, I'm going right. after this stream now. And I know there are people that have gone there. I mean, they've been at rock bottom and they've still been successful. But if you don't mm-hmm. have to go through that, don't right. put yourself through it, you know. And right. like you said, you know, when you have a job you don't like, and but you're funding your passion, just keep in mind, like this is for a purpose. I'm gonna get there. Like, save your money up, work towards that goal every night. Yeah, sometimes you're gonna have to wake up earlier, stay up later to work on that passion, but eventually it will pay off, and mm-hmm. you'll be able to quit that job. So, absolutely, yeah. that's great yeah. advice. So, what would you say to that person who's like, man, I have big dreams. I want to max out at life. I want to go for it, but I don't. I don't have the network. I don't have the connections. I don't know where to start. What would you say to that woman? Uh, I would again say that like the people you need are accessible and mm-hmm. they're available on social. There's groups that are probably already formed that are in a lane that <clears throat> is of your interest, mm-hmm. um, and so kind of accepting that fear of like meeting new people, being alone and getting out there and just meeting folks and sharing what you're interested in. Because again, people can't assume what you're good at, what you're great at, unless you tell them. And so um, attending some of those, um, whether it's workshops or meetups or events where you can just meet people that are at least in the, in the group or party that you want to kind of uh, socialize with. Yeah. Um, And then look at collaborative opportunities and not being afraid to do things that don't pay off right away um, because the greatest payoff is going to be that relationship that you have with that person. That's your um, like social currency, you know, call it. And so I would say just in looking at the business that I have now, probably 90% of the work that I do is off of referral from corporate clients, uh, network magazine, from any level, majority of it is by referral. And so that just shows that if you create a good relationship and a genuine relationship with certain people, share your interests, then when they're in meetings, having conversations, they're talking about you or suggesting you. And so, um, you know, not just going to these meetings, going to these workshops, going to these events, just to meet people, but following up and like, fostering a good relationship with that person so that they want to either 
um, work with you, refer you or to whatever capacity. So Wow. Thanks so much. That's great advice. So ladies, we have no excuses. No matter where you are in life, you can max out no matter where you are. Because like she said, I mean, everything is pretty much at our fingertips now with social media, with the internet, we can become anything that we want to. So ladies, I hope that we've encouraged and inspired and elevated your thinking today. And also where can they find you, Stacey, if they want to kind of check your workout or follow up with some of the things you're doing? Yeah, so I'm on every social media platform, but I mainly engage on Instagram. Okay, <laughs> so okay, um, that's Stacy Michelle. That's S T A C E E M I C H E L L E, and um, they can check out my website too for any new poster videos at Stacy-Michelle.com. Thank you so much. And ladies, if you're single and you're listening to this, make sure that you join our Single and Satisfied Movement by joining our Single and Satisfied Facebook group. Go to Sharbria.com for resources, courses for Single and Satisfied, the Single Woman's Guide to Fulfillment. And again, as always, this is Sharbria Shine. And make sure you always remember to max out, girl. Sharbria Shine again, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.